We way too often wait for motivation in order to take action. We wait to feel inspired in order to make a change. Or we wait until we have everything ready in order to make a move. Think about all the new year energy that happens. How many people start something new in January with really truly the best of intentions, but then fizzle out by February or March if they even last that long? This is because our new year emotions and motivation run high, but they don't exactly cause change. They just cause a burst of excitement or a burst of motivation. But what about when that motivation isn't there anymore? A lot of people will say that it's not motivation, it's dedication. Or a phrase like, it all happens through consistency, which I do think is true. I really do think that things happen, change happens through consistency, and that we can't rely on motivation. We have to rely on dedication. But that's not really helpful advice, because how do we get consistent? That's what today's episode is about. Hey there. Welcome to Be Well With Steph, the podcast, the show for women who know that personal wellness can be an actively pursued goal and who are ready to tackle building healthier daily habits with a little bit of good humor, a little bit of grace, and a lot of coffee. I'm Steph Jenko, your holistic nutrition coach and your host, and I'm here to help empower you to create and maintain a healthy lifestyle you love, a lifestyle that gives you the strength energy, and confidence to go after your wildest dreams. I believe so strongly that we have to create our own motivation and we have to wire in feelings of success around what we do that increase our motivation. In a sense, Nike had it right when they said, just do it. Our motivation comes from our actions. Action is the starting place. So like I said in the beginning, a lot of times we wait around for motivation in order to take action. You know, we wait and say like, well, when I'm ready, I'll make the move. When I feel like it, when I feel inspired, you know, we try to inspire ourselves. We look for a motivational quote, right? We look for something to make us motivated to take action when in all reality, we just need to do it. We need to start with the action. We need to start by doing something. And then when we do that thing, we do it over and over again and we make a habit. When we make a habit, we do our habits over and over and we string them together until we create routines. Our routines help to show us results. Our routines that we do every day are what make results or make a change. And when we see a change, when we see results, Results are what motivate us to keep doing, to add more, to go bigger. Our results are our motivation, but our results come from starting with action. That feels really hard to people because they think, well, how am I supposed to start the action when I'm not motivated? Like, how do I start that cycle? It's great if our routines show us change and our change motivates us, but how do we do the actions that build the habits and routines? So when I say start with an action, I mean one small, stupidly simple 
realistic action. Whatever your easiest point of entry is to a task, that's where we start. We start with something so small and so simple that there shouldn't be a barrier to doing it. There shouldn't be a barrier to entry. So small and so simple. When we do that small, simple thing over and over again, and we're able to be successful at it over time, then our brain says, cool, I'm successful at doing something. I can do more. We kind of have to rewire our neural, neural, oh my gosh, can't talk today, rewire our neurons, rewire our pathways so that our brain starts to recognize, hey, when I do something, when I make a change, I am good at it. I see success and therefore I can make more changes and I can do more because maybe I'll see success at that too. This isn't just fluffy, fluffy talk. This is science, you guys, okay? I'm going to give you some examples, three different examples of what I mean by small, realistic points of entry, okay? Here we go. Let's say that you have an intention for this year to eat healthier. You know that you want to eat healthier, that your nutrition could really use some improvement. You know, you're not fueling yourself the way that you want to, the way that you know would feel good or be healthy for your body. But healthy eating feels overwhelming. It feels a little bit confusing about what you're supposed to do. There are a lot of elements to it. Maybe healthy eating feels like a lot of work, like food prep is is a lot of work I don't have time for and meal planning and all of this. It's a lot of work or it's a lot of money or whatever it is. Healthy eating feels overwhelming. Well, I don't know about you, but I don't do stuff that feels overwhelming. I don't like to do stuff that feels hard. I like to do stuff that's going to feel like I can accomplish it. That's going to feel like it's going to be easy. So we have to start with making our changes to healthy eating be so small and realistic that nothing should get in our way. And an example of this I might mean is um, I put a bowl of apples on the counter and every day I take one apple to work with me. That's the action. In order to improve my healthy eating right now, I am going to take an apple to work with me. Notice I didn't say, eat the apple. I didn't say, find fruit every morning or add more fruits and vegetables. I said, I'm going to take an apple to work with me. Well, if there's a bowl of apples sitting on the counter, or even better, a bowl of apples sitting on your desk at work, boom, apples. They're there. You already accomplished it. You already did it. So every day when you take that apple and you put it in your lunch, you get to say to yourself, hey, I did it. I am making steps toward my health. Maybe one of those days you'll eat the apple. Maybe that'll feel good. And then maybe you'll keep going. Another example for healthy eating might be that you um, add some frozen vegetables to your freezer and that your intention every day is to just add one bag of frozen vegetables to your dinner. There's already dinner of some kind going on. Even if your dinner is a frozen pizza or your dinner is takeout, you are adding in one steamed bag of frozen vegetables. That's your task. There's nothing that can stand in your way from doing that. Okay, there's nothing. You take it out, you put it in the microwave, you heat it up, you put some hot sauce on it, and you eat it with your frozen pizza. Add one thing. When you do the thing, Congratulate yourself for the fact that you are making moves toward improving your health. And we're going to do this over and over until it's second nature, until we can add in something else. We can add in something else. And all these things accumulate to our healthy eating routines. Another example for if you are um, setting an intention for moving your body more this year, for exercising or working out, 
That sounds great. But then when the day comes, what do we feel? Maybe tired. We feel like we're short on time. Maybe you have a little bit of workout fear or resistance and that you're not really sure what to do. You don't know how to strength train, so you're not really sure where to start. So the idea of moving your body more seems like a good idea, but it's too hard. Well, we have to make it easier. We have to start really, really small. And maybe the first thing that you do is um, put sneakers on. Maybe that's your action for beginning your workout journey is putting on sneakers. That works even better if there's something specific that triggers you to put your sneakers on, like you finish your work for the day, you put your sneakers on. You eat lunch, you put your dishes in the sink, you put your sneakers on. You put your baby down for a nap, you put your sneakers on. Notice I didn't say workout. I said put your sneakers on. Putting your sneakers on is an action that you can turn into a habit. It's a habit that you can turn into routine. It's so small that nothing should stand in the way of putting your sneakers on. But guess what? Once the sneakers are on your feet, maybe you're going to walk a couple laps around your house. Maybe after the fifth day of putting your sneakers on every afternoon, you decide to go around the block. Or you say, hey, my sneakers feel good on my feet because, you know, sneakers are designed to be more comfortable than whatever else we're wearing. You put your sneakers on your feet and you're like, cool, I'm going to put on some pants that I feel good in too. Maybe that's your next move. Or you put your sneakers on and you say, um, this makes me want to like do some jumping jacks. I don't know. You do one other thing. But you put your sneakers on every day. That's a win. You count that as a win and you start to wire your brain to say, putting sneakers on is something that I'm doing to work toward my health. And I did it. I'm what I'm creating a pathway in my brain that connects putting my sneakers on with something good. Something that makes me feel good and makes me feel success and isn't overwhelming. Another example, third example, could be um, meditation. Maybe you could say, I would love this year if I started a meditation practice. I know that that would be good for me, but I'm not sure where to start because those long guided meditations, like I lose track or I don't have 30 minutes or I feel kind of silly sitting here on my bed doing this for this amount of time. My thoughts wander. The baby cries. There's, I start to think about what we're making for dinner, right? I can't actually meditate. I don't have the time or focus for that. Okay, well, let's not start with a 20-minute guided meditation. Let's start with three slow breaths. Maybe your point of entry is that in the morning, when you swing your legs over the bed and your feet hit the floor, you sit there and you take three slow breaths. Maybe there's a phrase you say, like, today I will find the good. Or, I am proud of how I'm showing up today. And you say that phrase and you take a couple deep breaths and then you say, I did it. I started my day the way that I said I would. I am practicing meditation. I am practicing mindfulness. You connect the fact that you took some deep breaths to a feeling of success that you are working on growing and feeling healthier and feeling more well. We're talking about taking our intentions and then doing an action that we can succeed at. And winning is going to make us feel a successful habit change. So we're going to maybe take a few deep breaths in that meditation and then we're going to go on with the rest of our day. Well, maybe after a couple weeks of just getting up and taking a deep breath, we want to sit there for a couple more minutes and think, 
maybe we do decide to try a three-minute guided meditation or whatever, whatever that turns into for you. But if we start out by saying, I have to do a 20-minute guided meditation or meditation isn't successful for me, we're setting ourselves up to be unsuccessful right from the beginning. And like I said before, I don't want to do something I'm not successful at. I want to do stuff that feels good. So we need to set ourselves up to do stuff that feels good so that we want to continue doing it. That's how you build consistency. That is how you find and create motivation when you didn't have it to begin with. You start with action. A lot of the inspiration for what I'm talking about from today today is from the um, Tiny Habits Behavior Change Model. It was created by um, Dr. BJ Fogg, and he has a book, Tiny Habits. It's called Tiny Habits, The Small Changes That Change Everything. And I am obsessed with it because it works. I see it work in my life and I see it work with my clients. And it makes so, so much sense. The way that we take these aspirations we have or these intentions we have and break them down into steps that start to rewire our actions and create habits and create change. At the end of January, I'll be hosting an online workshop where I help you go for your goals or your intentions this year. And I take those goals or intentions and we make them into habit change. I'm going to walk you through defining your intention, be it healthy eating or building a morning routine or making easier meal prep or consistent exercise. We're going to define what your intention is. Then take a look at all the possible behaviors that could help you fulfill your intention and how to find your entry point into the action. The one small change that is going to be a catalyst for you to start changing your routines, allowing you to feel success and joy in what you want to do, and then therefore creating a healthier lifestyle. This Tiny Habits Workshop I'll be hosting is Thursday, January 27th, 7 p.m. Eastern Time. That's Thursday the 27th at 7 p.m. I'm going to be hosting it on Zoom, so there will be a recording available if you're not able to watch live that time, even though I do really encourage you to watch live and do the work with us live because you have the opportunity then to also ask questions and get feedback. Um, But if you're not available Thursday, the 27th, 7 p.m. Eastern time, you can still register and you'll get the recording and you can walk through the process afterward. Um, It's $10 to register. $10 is also the cost of my monthly membership, Be Well Together, right now for the month of January and workshops are included with the membership. So you, you know, choice is up to you, but you can either spend $10 and just join this powerful workshop with us, or you can spend $10, join Be Well Together for the month of January, get access to all of the recipes and training and discussion forum that comes with that, as long as the ones from the month before, if you want to take a deep dive and get the workshop included. But either way, I hope that you join us. I hope that you come come and see the way that we can find an entry point toward your bigger goals or intentions. Being healthy does not have to be complicated. Nothing needs to be complicated to be effective. And that's like the biggest thing I want you to take away this year is that you can be consistent. You can create your own motivation and it truthfully doesn't have to be hard.
Thank you so much for listening to Be Well with Steph, the podcast. When there are a million things that you could be doing, I appreciate your choosing to hang out here. And I am proud of you for continuing to work on your own wellness journey. I invite you to head over to BeWellWithStuff.com for the details from this episode, my blog, upcoming events, and lots of other resources. If you enjoyed today's show, I'd love to hear from you. I'm Be Well With Stuff everywhere you like to hang out on social media, so come on over and say hi. Until next time, my friends, be well. Be well.